Wake up, John Doe, you're the hope of the world. I don't know. I, I thought it was uh, an all right documentary. I'm sorry it bored you so much. What, the one about that old guy? Yeah. I mean, first of all, it's in Italian. Okay? I, I don't naturally big understand ups. it. Big ups to them. Yeah, big ups to them. I wish I knew how to speak the language. Yeah, I guess, like, I guess, like, at least I'm understanding of, like, why you would be. Like, it'd be like, all right, so, like, what's something that, like, you... Like an artist that you really respect and enjoy their work. Uh, like Erica Badu? Yeah, I was literally just thinking Okay, that. so say I wasn't into music, right? Yeah. And then a new Erica Badu documentary dropped, and you were like, I'm going to put this on because I want to see this. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I get that's how, like, you were feeling, like, if uh, if those were your Was shoes. I being rude about it? No. No, not at all. I didn't mean to. I was just, like, just side profiles of, like, an old man talking. <laughs> and, like, I understand that he was, like, a great filmmaker, is a great filmmaker. Yeah. And, um, he, yeah, I mean, the shots of the movies that he's made are beautiful. But yeah. at the time, I just wasn't in the space to, to read a documentary. Yeah, yeah, and true. And none of their voices were, like, you know, moving up or down, really, in any, like... Yeah. Which is weird. I mean... Yeah, that's true. Uh, I feel like Italians are usually more animated. Like, they're more, like... Well, not you know, him. He likes the different types of oh, emotions. He's, he's gray boy. Yeah, have you seen the... Come on, man. If you would have <laughs> seen the, uh, the, the, the subtitles, if you would have read them, you would have known that. I mean, I got that. His whole purpose <laughs> was to... Uh, inspect his shadow. Was that what it was? Something like that, yeah. He said that he was himself in real life, and then he was the person that was examining the dark side of him mm. in films. You know what was interesting to me? I'm talking. We're talking about the uh, Dario Argento Panico documentary that just came out. Yeah, Shout in out. Case anybody else in the world has watched it? Uh, but um, so I like I like this guy. I like the stuff that he makes. Air not so much. I don't know uh, like the <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, this what I, I thought it was gonna be a documentary more about his writing process and not like what effect his movies had like on his personal life. Yeah, I I will say the interesting thing to me about it was uh, it validated something that I thought was interesting that a lot of these people that are considered like the top of their game, are like if they're men or identify as a man, mm -hmm. uh, they come from upbringings that were very uh, like feminine energy positive. Yeah, yeah. So he was talking about in the documentary how like his dad was always in his life, but his dad was like a movie producer. His mother was a like a photographer of mostly women of like yeah, starlets yeah, yeah. in uh, Italy or whatever. So like he used to always hang out with her, and the, he said that like he grew up like around like that type of energy. Kanye says the same thing. Uh, Quentin Tarantino says the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny to me, right? Because it's like, uh, is that like, are they considered the best because they're portraying what their idea of like a masculine energy is supposed to be? And they're like kind of making fun of it? Maybe in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just like through a different lens, right? Like if you have a influence that's mostly masculine in your life then it's probably going to be like a bit different when you produce something yeah I, well i feel like the overall message out of all three of those examples is like you need a specific type of um like okay so like i wouldn't describe creative energy as masculine or feminine it's like a combination of yeah both. you need both to create yeah so when you have a person that's creating something like that i feel like the people that exceed in whatever like thing they're trying to do grow up with a more uh feminine based energy surrounding their creativity yeah. And then they have to have that masculine based energy that comes in where it's like, well, I got I got to impress this guy. Like, even though I never met him in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's almost artificial. Yeah. 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 But they need that drive. Right. Yeah. But, but you also need the feminine energy that's going to be like, I understand why you're feeling this way. I'm here to take care of you while you go through this. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. 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 And that and just the uh, I had another thought about that. Just 
being able to express yourself, I think, creatively Mm. is more feminine energy. Masculine energy is more, like, destructive in a way. Not destructive, like, it's, like, burning things down, but it's more like a push energy. Yeah, it's aggressive, right? So, like, it's more of, like, I got to get this shit done. Yeah. And it's, like, a drive or whatever. So it is kind of like, I mean, I guess in those films is more like a push-pull with everything, and I can, I think you can kind of feel that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen one of his movies. <laughs> uh, you know what I appreciated of it, and it, it also reinforces the fact that I've already known for a long time. Guillermo del Toro is the fucking best. <laughs> he like has a way of like breaking down shit in a in a way that's like very easily digestible to people. You know what I mean? Yeah, he does. He does. The concept of madness is like a little girl in a glass house. <laughs> you don't ask why the girl is there or why the house is made to glass. It just it just happens. <laughs> I do enjoy him. Yeah. Little dorky, big ugly. He's fucking great. The fact that he bought a whole nother house down the street from his regular house just to hold all this cool shit, <laughs> his collectibles from different like <laughs> movies over to, like periods of time is fucking awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I guess we should start the show. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Actual Comedy Presents an Actual Podcast. I'm Angel Ace. And I'm Aaron. And uh, we have a show. Uh, prepared for you today not prepared at all actually yeah i think the title of the show is going to be the no prep kings no prep kings no prep kings hell yeah you know what was one of the best combinations of commercials so no prep kings was one of those uh uh what was it like a um was it the hiv pills aren't on my mind well no that's different okay so listen the best combination of commercials it was a show called i think it was like street outlaws about, like, dudes who would, like... It, it's Fast and Furious, but in real life. And with oh. cameras there, right? Racing for pinks. But they had a spinoff called the No Prep Kings, where I guess these guys specialized in just showing up without any pre- preparation for the race. Okay. And just, like, being able to, like, beat someone without preparing or whatever, right? Best combination <laughs> of commercials. It was that, right? Immediately followed by a commercial for the HIV drug prep. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Yeah, that's why those two things are the same in my brain. Yeah. Like they really, do they know what they're doing when they're doing this? I don't like, know. Like, do you think it's just some, like, funny programmer or whatever who's, like, putting the commercials together that, that's like, ha this is pretty funny. There has to be some... Because now I'm seeing commercials where it's, like, uh, like a thing about you want to go on download whatever fucking uh, casino onto your phone. Oh, uh, yeah. And then immediately after it's, like... I thought I was caught up on my bills. I didn't think it would get me that far behind. I was going to pay the company back next month. And it's like, are you addicted to gambling? <laughs> like, one after another. I'm yeah. like... <laughs> Maybe... Well, in that case, it's probably one of those things where it's, like, uh, legally obligated. Yeah, like how, how, like, cigarette companies have to put on the side of their pack, like, this is not great for you. In, uh, I think it's Australia. They put, like, uh, pictures of, like tumors and like stillborn babies and shit on their packs <laughs> i remember like aborted fetuses yeah one of the first uh <laughs> jokes i ever like wrote for stage was about how i wanted to collect those as like trading cards and it'd be like you know i'll trade you uh two of these uh tooth tumors for one of your uh, childhood diabetes <laughs> <laughs> 
That would have probably taken off had they made them over here. It's like the garbage pill kids. Yeah, exactly. But like more real. Cooler. It's like Marlboro Miles, but cooler. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, so yeah, we don't have any preparation. Yeah, done. no prep kings um, today. No prep kings today. Uh, it's been a crazy week. A lot of shit's been happening in the news, but. I will say, uh, over the past couple of days, I've had this, like, general, like, angry malaise over me. General malaise. Yeah. yeah that's how I've been feeling, too. Uh, there's a specific reason why for me, though. Oh, okay. Uh, should I go into it? I don't Please. know. Is it... I, be- I would love to know why you've been a little... Yeah, so anyway. Uh, all right, a little backstory, right? There's this game company, right? They're called CD Project Red, right? And I had no knowledge of who they were or what they did, right? But one year, one day a couple of years ago, uh, I bought this new game, The Witcher 3. I uh, started playing it, loved it, right? And I was like, oh, well, I got to see what uh, these guys are up to next. Yeah. So at the time, uh, I was just getting into stand-up comedy. I was driving a lot uh, in Philadelphia at nighttime. Um and I was getting into like different types of music, and at the time I was really into like this like retro wave synth wave shit. Okay. We, I think you uh, so poetically described it as one time as that Sonic the Hedgehog shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. I can see how it will get you hyped up though. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I mean, usually when I was listening to it, again, I was like just starting off in, in comedy, so I was like either coming down or going up. Uh, on a lot of uh, hallucinogens, uh, lots of the, uh, lots of nose goblins involved, uh, but it was a great time for that type of music, right? Well, anyway, uh, so I was getting into that type of music, that type of media. I was getting into that game, finished the game. The guys come out that made the game. They're like, we got a new project coming up. Guess what it is? It's a game called Cyberpunk 2077. And it has all the aesthetics of all the music that I was getting into at the time. Oh, man. Crazy, right? So I was like, oh, I got to play this. So eventually the game comes out. Uh, I don't have the updated hardware to play it, right? They released it for the previous consoles. And I'm like, well, if they got like an updated version with prettier graphics, let me just wait till I get another console, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, eventually, uh, I get a PS5. Shout out my mom. Shout out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. One of the best gifts I've ever received. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, why are you apologizing? Because like I feel like it was something I was sh- I was supposed to get for no. you eventually. No, no, no. She knows me. <laughs> like I feel like you're trying to start like a weird rift between me and your mom. No, like, that'd to be weird. Heat over. Uh, no. Who gets you better gifts? No, come on. <laughs> uh, but no, no. Seriously, shout out, mom. Uh, I know you're still. If you're listening to this, you're probably still holding on to some of that resentment. Uh, from that thing I said when I was like eight years old about putting you in a home. <laughs> uh, so listen, PS5 is great. I love it. Is it enough to keep her out of the home? You're still going to go in the home, but it's going to be one of the nicer ones. Nice. All the pudding and jello that she could eat. That's very sweet of you. Uh, right? She deserves it. She got me a PS5, bro. So anyway, I got this PS5, right? I uh, order the game. Uh, now, uh, it's been like three years since it came out, right? Over to the game. Uh, and they tell me it's going to be here Friday. Yeah. This past Friday, right? So I was excited. So I have this other game. I'm not going to go into it. I have this other game that I started playing Days Gone for the PS4. Uh, I just wanted to get it over with, right? So I've been playing it a lot. Just to try <laughs> to get it over with so I can make room in my schedule for this new one, right? 
because I know it's going to be awesome. So I'm waiting for this game. Uh, the people tell me, all right, uh, we'll get it there uh, Friday. Friday comes, not here. They're like, we'll, uh, we'll get it there Saturday. So I'm like, okay. So I'm waiting all day Saturday. And they're like, oh, uh, it was snowing. Uh, so Ooh. it's going to take a... So also, I'm tracking it this entire time, right? They, they're sending it through UPS. Mm-hmm. On Thursday, they sent it to the UPS distribution center, literally a mile down from our house. <laughs> First, they had to send it from there to Philadelphia yeah, to get processed in the middle of the city somewhere. To come back here. To then come back to me. Oh, and in the process of this, UPS said, you know what? We're going to hand this over to the big boys and give it to the U.S. Postal Service. See, now they wouldn't have fucked up in the snow. Well, here's the thing. They said, we'll get it to you Sunday, my boy. Guess what? I'm no fool. They're closed on Sundays for at least the past 10 years, right? And Mondays. Mondays, too? Mondays, President's Day. Son of a bitch. Oh, you just found that out. Okay. All right. I thought I was going to get it Monday. Oh, man. All right, hold on. I'm going to check the status right now. Maybe it comes. I don't think that the USPS works on Monday. Okay, let me see here. Uh, Go into the app, and I'm looking. Oh, Nice. Arriving Wednesday now. Oh. Play the slide whistle. All right, I'm going to do it again. You ready? Oh, I'm just going to uh, randomly uh, search to see uh, if there's any updates uh, involving this purchase I've been waiting for for a while. Wait. Wait a minute. It was supposed to be here two days ago, and now they're saying Wednesday? Wait, do it the opposite of how you just did it, though. Like that. Wait. Start, That's down. Yeah, start, start, you start up. start with it at the bottom. You got to start up and then go down. And then you got to go back up. <laughs> I always imagine somebody pulling up their zipper pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's why I've been pissed off. But yeah, shout out mom. Uh, all the jello pudding uh, she can want later. Yeah. In life for this. You're going to get paid you. in so much jello pudding. Je- jello, pu- do your uh, Cosby impression. Oh. Uh, you're going to get a lot of pudding pops. <laughs> I'm thirsty, homo boy. Give me a drink. So that's pretty that's pretty upsetting. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were going through all of that, like mentally. Yeah, I know. And you've just been here just like. Ruminating and anger, I can feel it. Yeah, I see the it. thing is, like, I can it's perceive palpable. when you're pissed off about things. Yeah. And then I just have to sit around until you decide to tell me what's wrong. Yeah. And it's like, but I can already tell that it's something. So let's just get this conversation out of the way. Yeah. Have to wait for your for you to be ready. That's true. Yeah. Thank That's, you. I appreciate that. Well, I mean, I appreciate you finally letting me know. I'm thirsty, homo boy. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, you want to know why I've been stressed out this week? Well, I want to hear more about your Bill Cosby impression. I don't have much more of one. Uh, although it's funny that they the homes actually use Jello to mix their meds. Oh, do they? Jello and pudding. Oh no. Yeah. Did he suggest that? I don't know. Oh. Fuck. But it's pretty fucked up knowing that that was the practice before uh, he went to jail for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, nursing homes have been doing it for years. They were like, wait a minute, this is wrong. <laughs> or maybe he got it from them. Maybe. Oh, oh maybe. Uh, 
shout out uh, Percy Knobgobbler that I work with. Uh, I've been having to do these like uh, late nights working. Oh, yeah. And uh, for, like from home. Uh, working on the night fumes. Yeah, working on the night fumes. And uh, he makes it pretty easy with the things that we got to do. But uh, I will say. <laughs> That sounds kind of gay, doesn't it? Did. it? Uh, <laughs> we're nowhere near each other. Uh, the other day, uh, we were doing this like upgrade to this like server, uh-huh. and uh, I forgot to tell him that while we were, I was waiting for him to do his part so I could do my part. I was watching Leonard Part Six on Tubi. The fuck is Leonard Part Six? It's uh, the Cosby movie where he's like a secret agent. Oh, I remember that starting before Yo, I fell asleep. Honestly, all right, you know me, right? You know how many terrible movies I've seen in my life? Yes. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah. It was so bad. I didn't understand, like, half of it. For some reason, vegans or vegetarians were bad guys. And, like, uh, the way he, like, defeated them was he had, like, hamburger meat in his pockets it was Leonard the sixth. Leonard Part Six. Was there? Is there a Part One through Five? Mm-mm. I think that's the joke. Oh. Yeah. Don't raise your penis at me. <laughs> <laughs> you fell asleep. You didn't even watch. Well, I mean, usually by that time of night, I'm just kind of like lulling myself to sleep by the sounds of whatever movie you decided to put on. Yeah. That one was probably one of the better ones because it was so boring. There's no yeah. screaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Usually the ones with the screaming kind of keep me up, but yeah. what can I say? Uh, so what have you been ruminating on? I've been ruminating on some shit because I don't know if we talked about this last week, but I was supposed to have to go to truancy court this week. Oh, no. With my oldest, who um, doesn't think that she should have to go to school uh, or be in class when she's there. You think I will look like a stalker? <laughs> Luckily, the truancy court got canceled, not canceled, but it got postponed. So um, I've been working with this new, like, virtual school program. And the first time I talked to the lady, she's like, oh, like, got me all the information I need. I sent it over to her. And I thought she had everything she needed. And then Friday at, like, 3 p.m., she sends me a fucking piece of paper that I have to get notarized saying that I live here. So that she can start school on the... Notarized? Yeah, I don't even fucking know where notary is. Don't they got, like, people that do that? I mean, yeah, you got to find a notary. It's usually the same place that you can go get, like, your auto tags renewed or whatever. Or, like, you buy stamps or some shit? Uh, no, maybe. I feel like you could probably go into any insurance office and they probably have a notary in there. I miss my Camden connections. You know a notary? When we lived in Camden, we had somebody that had all that shit. I need a notary, because something with our fucking lease, I don't know, I guess because we signed the lease so long ago, we have to get a notary saying that we still live here. What? Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? Now, it's another hurdle I have to get past. I can't go on Monday because it's President's Day, so nobody's going to be opening notarizing shit. Yeah. So, I've been stressed out about that all weekend. Oh, man. I'm like, so, I hate going to court so much. Like, the Uh, thought of going into a courtroom makes me, like, want to have myself smuggled across the border. Which one? Whatever. I don't care. Just get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. I feel like I'm, like, getting, trying to get trapped. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Would you bring your slide whistle with you? Um, I don't think they'll let me. (laughs) Every time I try to make jokes in court, it never goes in my favor, so... 
They want you to take everything serious, and it's annoying. I bet you could use it to get away from La Migra, though. <laughs> the Federales. The Federales, Is they yeah. trying to stop you from sneaking into Mexico? <laughs> is, it, is that, like, a crime, even? I don't know. I think if you... You could probably joke your way out of it, though. But, like, look, the local school district was mad my kid didn't go to school enough, and now I gotta get the fuck out of the United States, right? <laughs> <laughs> really where my brain was earlier this week and i'm not even kidding like i was honestly thinking like what's the best country to go to yeah other than this one no extradition yeah oh but who does that have? is it Jap- japan mm, they said it in one of the fast there's, and furious there's fucking uh oh rio we go to rio they got no they got extradition there you gotta go to i think either tokyo paris uh it might be some places in south america I'm looking more South America. I don't think I'm going to go to Tokyo or Paris. Tokyo would be pretty dope. To stay? You got to become a geisha, Also, though. you know how long it's going to take me if I can get to Tokyo? I just, I'm worried about getting myself out of here now. Think about how much drifting you do out there, though. I could drift everywhere. You'd be doing so fucking much drifting. I could do so much drifting. That's true. <laughs> I got to get a whole new car and everything, though. I don't know. Yeah. So that's been stressing me out. It's pretty much the only thing on my mind until, like, this thing gets fixed because i have this constant fear that like eventually the police are going to be like why weren't why wasn't your daughter in school right you know and i'm like well who the fuck cares if i was homecoming if i was homeschooling her they wouldn't give a shit right yeah exactly and it's all about the the school making money and it's like you can't point anything that like like that out you know what i mean what do you mean like if i go there and be like you guys are just mad because you're not getting whatever money that you're supposed to get like, if she doesn't come to school this amount of time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's why they have to put these court things in place. Yeah. To say, like, whatever. And then, like, you can write a note, but even if you write a note, they're not excused. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It is pretty crazy, but what are you going to do? I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like kids are literally stuck in the school unless they can get a, a full-time job at 16. Then you can become an emancipated minor saying that you work full-time. It's the only way that you can get out of school before 18 now. That's wild to say, though, like, in, in a concept to be like, uh, the only way for this to work and for your parents to not get in trouble is for you to have all the freedom you could ever want. Right? <laughs> I mean, literally, I'm like, let's just do that one. It's like, <laughs> you're not going to feed Mama and Yaya and Baba and who else is in your family first. I mean, like... I was I was really thinking one of those wilderness camps might be good for her, you know. Nah, duh. But they're Not fucking now. out here murdering motherfuckers. What happened to just scaring them straight? You can't. Not I even think scaring them. Like I just feel like a little bit of like a get them off the cell phone into nature. Even yeah. just a few hours a day. Yeah. But classrooms aren't aren't it. No. I think it's crazy to think even, I mean, think about you and I. Can you sit in a room for an hour at a time and, like, listen to somebody talk at you about some shit you don't want to listen to? Do I have to actually pay attention to them or can I daydream? You, I, you can daydream, I guess. Oh, I, I'll daydream the fuck out of a couple hours. See, I guess what she needs to learn is, uh, what is that called? How do you, like, take your, your brain out of your body for a little bit? Oh, dissociation. Ast- astro projection? No, dissociation. There's champ. Oh, champ's. Champ's got something to say. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I should teach her how to dissociate. Yeah. You know, so she can just fit into the fucking machine. <laughs> I don't want an Indian girlfriend. Okay, that's fine with me. Yeah. 
She's 15. It's about time she just gets married. <laughs> I learned how to fucking clean a house. Yeah, that's probably not uh I'm just kidding, obviously. The wilderness camp's not the way to go, man. But like there's got to be like a good wilderness camp, right? Mm. Maybe we start one, but then I got to deal with all those fucking teenagers. No, nah, I no. don't want to deal with that. No. No way. At arm's length, that sounds like a great idea. I, or even in, like, a commune. Like, if you were in a commune, you had your own space, and there was, like, a nice wilderness teacher that was, like, teaching all the kids how to do shit. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool. Here's the problem with a commune. Never works uh, out. Everything is all communal. I know. I kind of like having my own bed. Well, I feel like there's a way to do that. Somebody's sleeping in my bed. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want the community dick. There's a way to do that, you mean? I feel like you, if there, yeah, there has to be, because think know. think about it. If a whole, say, congregation of people from a church mm-hmm. decided to buy an entire neighborhood, mm-hmm. they'd each have their own home, but yeah, they that's could the money. do, like, oh, yeah. things that, that would help the whole neighborhood, like, on, on their own. You know what I mean? Like, one person's a school, one person is a farmer, one person is a butcher. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the way towns were supposed to fucking work. Yeah. And then we're just... We're just fucking it all up with Amazon. Well, I mean, but you got to have, like, some type of, like, I guess, uh, agreed upon set of, like, maybe not rules, but, like, tenements, right? Because some teachers might be great, but they're also rapists. You know what I mean? So, like... Well, yeah, obviously you have to get fucking... (laughs) Everywhere you go now, you have to get a child abuse clearance. Yeah. I mean, that's just people that who've who've been caught, though. Well, how are you going to get one of those on a commune? Because you have to come in and be like, okay, like, there's a process to say, look, we need to see that you have child abuse clearances within the last three years or whatever before you're allowed to work with children. I mean, it's a pretty easy process. I mean, if you're if you're not ever caught doing something fucked up, then yeah, but it's if, something different. If but you're in a commune and you don't have computers or anything. I think, I think you can have a commune with computers. I'm not saying it has to be completely, like, you know, antiquated. You're talking about a kibbutz. Something like that, yeah. No. But... We don't have to call it that. Yeah, yeah. We could call it a fucking... Here I go, dig it in again. Like, think about it. If if us and, like, 20 of our people that we liked, which is, you know, uh, lived on this, like, little block that we're on, mm-hmm. and we could send the kids to school with one person, one person was in charge of making all the vegetables, like, wouldn't that be cool? Making the vegetables. You know, like, you know, growing them and shit. <laughs> Oh, there it goes again. What is your problem? Maybe they're dropping off your uh, your game. No, because you know what? They would have texted me and said something besides Wednesday. Oh. Yeah. No, April Fool's. It's the middle of February. Yeah, yeah. February. Yeah, and it's like the week after my birthday, too. Yeah. You, you, you know what? Like, I feel like Lent is just the time for sadness. Before the summer starts. Summertime sadness? Summertime sadness. What What yeah. do you mean by that? The, because, the, like... The country Lent? Is that a country? No. Uh, no, I'm talking about the the time of Lent. So, Lent started this week. The holiday. The ho- the holy day. Okay, yeah. So, well, is Lent a holiday? Is a period of time. It's the 40 days. It's representing, representing Jesus' like 40 days of uh, time in the desert. Would you, the devil you, tempted him. You had Lent, you had uh, Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday. Yeah, on the same. Wait, what? Yeah, on the same day. Yeah, because Ash Wednesday is the same. The first day of Lent. Oh shit. Mardi Gras means Fat Tuesday in French. I didn't know that. I found that out this week. 
So, Fat Tuesday is the day before Ash Wednesday. Mm. Fat Tuesday, it's called that because you eat all, like, the fatty foods in your house before uh, before you start fasting for Lent. Oh. Yeah. It's also called Pancake Day. I saw something about uh, British people, like, doing, like, a... Some type of like competition with pancakes. Oh, I uh, like using the competitor. <laughs> using the competitor. Yeah. There was what? a National Pancake Day the other day. Was that an IHOP thing? Yeah, IHOP had a national, but it was recent. It was like, like it was right right near. Uh, it was like the twelfth or something. Yeah, remember they changed their name to IHOP. The burger. Place? International was House that a of joke? Burgers. Yeah, it was a joke. Was it an April Fool's joke? Ah. Uh, it might have been. I don't know what's making me think of April Fool's right now. It's, well, it's almost here. It's, it's like, almost what, here. a couple of weeks away. Well, yeah. We got March to March through, though. Yeah. So what What else happened with Lent? So, like, it's, the, it's 40 days, right? Starting on Ash Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It goes up until, uh, you know, the Holy Week or whatever, the week that Jesus gets uh, crucified. Oh... So you fast for like, well, not everybody fasts, but I think mostly people in the Catholic Church, they give up meat. Is it completely during Lent or is it just on Fridays? I don't know. Uh, I think it's supposed to be on Fridays forever. Forever? For Fish Fridays forever, I think. Fish Fridays forever? Yeah. And I think <laughs> I think meat is supposed to be for the other six days a week. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I mean... Don't, don't quote me on that, but I think that's what it is. But that was also, like, a bunch of shit to just make Ireland think that there was a fucking famine. <laughs> yeah, well, they were sending all their nutrients to the fucking crown. I know. <laughs> bunch of bullshit. And, and that's why they eventually got to eat meat on, like, during Lent, because I guess they were fucked up too much during, during the Irish famine, mm. quote unquote. I don't know. What do you think they gave up for Lent during the famine? (laughs) I don't know. Hope? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. But, like, if you had to give something up during this time every year, what would you give up? Me? Yeah. It's not going to be PS5. (laughs) But you just got this. This isn't something that you could have, like, been pondering. Listen, listen. You know how, like, they say... uh, when you find that love that's like universal like you've always known it it's like one of those things wow yeah wow you know what I mean that bitch is going out the fucking window (laughs) using the competitor competitor (laughs) the computer like but is there something that you would give up for Lent no I don't think so because there's nothing I rely on uh consistently air yeah (laughs) air I don't know it's kind of a dumb tradition but yeah. anyway, it's like the 40 days up to Easter. But and it's, I feel like like that's the only... in, it's like steeped in that whole tradition of like, uh, what's that? Like uh, showing restraint on something, right? Yeah, it's like uh, this, it's like the sackcloth and ashes and shit like that, like that people used to do when they were grieving. Okay. Like that that's the type of shit that they, because that's the, when they get the ashes on their head. Yeah, yeah. That's the palms from the Palm Sunday a year before so they burn them all okay and then they make like ashes with it and then that's where you get the the sigil on your forehead (laughs) so yeah it's pretty fucking weird wait you think uh you think that package really might be here i doubt it i should probably go check it out you want to go check right now no what would you give up for lent if you could um 
Probably also nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, if, if somebody could provide me, like, a specific reason yeah. that I'm giving. Because it's a sacrifice. Oh, yeah. My sacrifice. There you go. Uh, so, like, what am I sacrificing to? Yeah, for what? In the Christian's mind, it's like you're, you're uh, what's it called? Like, you're emanating Jesus because of all the stuff that he, uh, like, denied when he was in the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, like, like water and yeah, because apparently, like, the devil came to him in the form of a serpent and was like, you know, make some bread if you can, or get yourself some water since you can do all that shit. And he didn't, he was just like, nah, I'm good. Wait, why didn't he though? Um, I think he was trying to say that, like, he was uh, also like, flesh. Was the devil trying to say, like, take a shortcut by doing this or was he trying to say dummy you have the powers to do this just do it it sounds yeah it sounded like he was saying it like that like you, uh, if you can do this just do it okay nobody will question you anymore right the, the story is kind of vague honestly yeah yeah i don't quite gr- grasp it well a lot of people do but 40 days later josh hartnett fry him up yeah he gave up sex for that movie oh shit you think that was for lent Mm. Or you think it was just like a, a, a normal 40 day period? Didn't the chick like rape him or something? His like ex? Um. He like, uh, she like tied him to the bed or something, right? And he was like, no, it's like, like, it like day 39. We can't. I don't remember. I have to rewatch that movie because I honestly don't remember the whole like plot line. I know that he like met some girl in like a laundromat. Yeah. That what do you think? What do you like, think Josh Harden is like on a regular basis? Um, probably hard to be around. Different than Marky Mark, though, right? Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. If I had to choose who to hang out with, it would probably be Josh Hartnett. Yeah. If it gun to my head, you can only hang out with one of these white men. On Ash Wednesday. On Ash Wednesday. I'm, yeah. I'm a good Josh Hartnett. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Marky Mark, I can't with him. He went on Fox News with his ashes. <laughs> and the guy from The Chosen? Is that what that was? Yeah, that yeah. Guy? Yeah, the, the guy who plays He's Jesus. He's the one that plays Jesus? Yeah. Those guys, it's like uh, like Batman. Like, once they play him, like, once, they're famous forever. Shit. Fucking Jim Caviezel? Jim Caviezel. Huh? Yeah. He, how could you play another part after that? Who was the guy that played it in, the, like, the 70s? Oh. The, the Last Temptation of Christ or some shit? Oh, God, I don't even know. Is that Willem Dafoe? Uh, it was one of those guys. I don't know. Was it a sexy Jesus? Um, no. No? No. What was that, like, he gets us commercial in the Super Bowl? Was that a Jesus commercial? I didn't see it, but I saw a lot of uh, hate towards it. How much money did they spend, did they say? I don't know. It was a lot of money. I mean, for the Super Bowl ad, it was, Connie said it was $7 million for, what, 30 seconds? Did we talk about what he did? Yeah, we did. We did. God, uh, so genius. Fucking amazing. <laughs> I think it was my favorite commercial I've ever seen. Yeah. Which, <laughs> by the way, I don't know if he was uh, in uh, somebody's ear or if anybody asked him for any tips or anything, but somebody else just seemed like they took a page out of Mr. Kanye West book. I think so. Uh, I think uh, I think uh, Daddy Trump's. Uh... <laughs> so what? Okay. So what happened? He. He basically lost two of the cases that's going against him this week. Did he lose two? I thought the one... Well, yeah, he lost the one against that uh, EJ 
not EJ, whatever, E. Jean Carroll. Oh, yeah. That was earlier this month, right? That was earlier this month. And, and that was what? 80 million? 80 something million, yeah. Okay. Defamation or something like that. And then this new one in New York City. That's was... the one that's the fraud where they said that he like overestimated his businesses or whatever. Okay. So that one's 340 million? Something like that. Three, 335 or something. Okay. So. He's in he's in the shit, right? Seemingly. Everybody's like, how the fuck is he going to come up with this money? Uh, part of the court case thing is the judge ruled that he can't be the CEO or the leader of any company in New York City for like the next three years. He can't uh, use his properties to leverage, uh, to get money to pay this uh, with any of the properties in, in New York from any New York banks, right? So they're like, what the fuck is he going to do? And I was kind of wondering the same, but, he, you know. He figured it out. He figures it he out. Had that shit figured out before he <laughs> so, even fucking got that So, charge. last night, uh, we're watching that uh, Cyber Sleuth uh, documentary, which we'll come back to. Um, but in the middle of that, we go out for a smoke and we look at the news and we see that uh, Trump was at Sneaker Con in Philadelphia and he announced that he, <laughs> he came out with a limited edition Trump sneaker. Yes. That was for sale uh, with all the proceeds, I guess, going to uh, paying off his legal fee. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, so the sneakers were what? Like $399.99? Yeah, $400 or $500. Uh, sold out immediately. Yeah, within a couple of hours. And what? We were thinking, like, all right, so he makes like a million of those. I don't know how they didn't say how many he made. But let's say, like, Surface math, right? He makes a million of those, sells them for four hundred. That's four hundred million right there. <laughs> I think he, uh, I think he already paid uh, them back. <laughs> so amazing. And what's crazy is that I've seen. I went on eBay to see if anybody put them on there yet, and mm -hmm. there's people that must have ordered like bulk of these shoes. Yeah. And they have them listed for like five thousand dollars each. Oh my god. On the secondhand market. Jesus. Well, who made them? Did we... Uh, I couldn't... They said they were, like, made in Italy or uh, something, but, like, at the same time that that was playing, Mike Lindell's uh, picture with 80% off of everything on his website came up, and I'm like, I bet you he had something to do with this uh, process. Yeah. Maybe he used a sole for his slip slippers. I bet you whoever made the deal for those sneakers, like, was like, all right... Give us a million that we'll report, right? Yeah. Sell out of those immediately. But give us another million, and we'll have those sold on eBay for crazy amount of prices. Yeah, probably. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, and, and well, you know what's funny to me is that they're gold. And then he dropped them in Philly. <laughs> they say never surrender on Never there. surrender. <laughs> he dropped them in Philly. But they look just like the fucking golden shoes that all the mummers wear. And I'm like, what better fucking representation? Because yeah. you know they're all Trump fans. That's so funny. They're all going to be wearing the fucking the Trump Force Ones or whatever. They're, uh, they're red-bottomed. They're red-bottomed. Yeah. Gold everywhere else. <laughs> does it amazing. say Trump on them or does it just say never I back down? T-45 or something? I think something? it says T-45 or something like that yeah like their basketball sneakers or something i love my sneakerheads <laughs> they had signs that said sneakerheads for trump sneakerheads for trump <laughs> that is one like group of people that i didn't know would have any type of political affiliation whatsoever i don't think it's a sneaker it doesn't matter i like honestly at that moment when that was coming out and i don't support trump in any way but i think that he's hilarious mm. 
And I've never been prouder to be an American, I think, than watching him fucking just, oh, okay, this is what you got for me. You think that lady was a plant that was in the audience? Probably. We love Trump. We love you so much. He's a good man. My my kids need him. (laughs) (laughs) He comes from a good family. Look at his kids. We need him. They're all good kids. She wasn't a sneakerhead. What the fuck was she doing there? I think she just wanted to see Trump. Oh, fuck. He, she got her hug. Yeah. Yeah. That you think he gave good. her a pair of sneakers? Nah. What would Trump give up for Lent if mm. he could? If he believed in it. If he believed in it. Yeah. Mm. I think he would say giving things up is for losers. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Yeah, I, I think I don't think Trump's the kind of guy that would give anything up either. Didn't At he all? say? Didn't he say that he liked his uh, uh, heroes alive? For when, John McCain. When he went to was it was it John McCain or was it um or no that was uncaptured when he was talking about John McCain. No, yeah, he said. Uh, I, I like my heroes uh, not captured. Yeah, they said uh, <laughs> they love him so much because they call him a hero because he got captured. <laughs> I like my heroes not captured. Like, oh, I thought he said it when he was supposed to go visit like a cemetery, a military cemetery, and he's like, I like my military veterans alive. No, 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 but they did. did I come it. up with that in my head? <laughs> no, they did a thing. Do you remember he got in trouble because he was supposed to go do this thing at i think it was arlington or something like that like to go visit like the grave of like some soldiers something that like presidents do all the time and uh he was like supposed to go and he was on the schedule to go but then it was raining that day and he told them that they would understand that he didn't show up because he didn't have an umbrella for his hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> if i hope like honestly this is i just i'm at the point where i don't believe in reality anymore yeah like life to me seems like that episode of uh john wilson uh how to with john wilson with the um uh what are those things they put outside of the buildings in new york the scaffolding scaffolding yeah it's like we're just fucking slapping scaffolding on on everything yeah in every system yeah it's just fucking slap some scaffolding on it doesn't make any sense yeah so i'm just like leaning into the crazy and i want to see a trump kanye ticket he might do that man i would fucking i might vote that that (laughs) might encourage me to go out and vote i wouldn't vote either way but i i might you know i might visit the polls for that yeah i mean it might be worth it you might get some cool sneakers if you show proof of voting yeah or some type of discount. You all, everybody that gets that votes gets a pair of free sneakers uh, instead of one of those. That's stickers. the move right there. If you can prove that you voted for me, I'll give you a free pair of these really exclusive, expensive sneakers. Yeah. That's fucking brilliant right there. And then you know who who voted because everybody's wearing the shoes. <laughs> yeah, red laces. <laughs> It seems like there's might be a little bit problematic in there. Yeah, but something in there. I, I do I do want to see how this plays out. It's gonna you know? be interesting. It's gonna be interesting because I don't think I don't I wonder if Joe Biden I don't think he's gonna make it. Uh, do you think he's gonna make it to the election? Uh, well, he just got on TikTok, so that's oh, cool. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're probably just building a hologram of him right now, so it doesn't matter. If he of <laughs> Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't need much. Uh, <laughs> He's pretty translucent memory. as it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. I thought you were gonna say pigment. 
Why would I say pigment? Because he's like old and like white, like see through. Oh. His hair's white. And I say what instead? Memory. Oh, which yeah. Which is funnier. It's a better joke. Well, I was going to go more nerdier and funnier, but you wouldn't have got it, so. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have got it. I'll just save it for, I'll, I'll talk to my PS5 later. <laughs> um, wow. So we were watching this uh, Cyber Sleuth documentary. Yeah. That's on Paramount, and it's about... Uh, what what was it? The the dangers of social media and how people like do their own investigations. I honestly I'm not sure where the fuck they were going with any of it. Yeah. It was just all misleading. So the people from the real press were annoying. Yeah. The cyber sleuths were annoying. Oh yeah. The cops were annoying. The chick from uh I, I guess she was Atlanta or whatever who said like her uncle was somebody. Oh god. She was from uh now Atlanta, uh fucking New Orleans. Dude. I know. Every time she was on screen, I was like, God damn it. I know. She was awful. <laughs> she was awful. But I think that's why she got, like, you know, all the follows because she was just saying wild shit and she knew. She got all the follows because her style of videos was doing something that was seemingly, like, innocuous while uh, presenting this horrible information. So she got famous from doing videos where she would be, like, applying makeup or whatever and then being like, so then they found this bitch uh, lying naked. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, so anyway, the overall story behind the documentary is, uh, it has to do with that, what's the guy's name? Brian Kohlberger? Yeah, the guy that allegedly murdered all those people in Idaho. You think he did it? After all that? I don't know, man. Like, it seems like it might... Like, I feel like this whole story's a plant. How are they having a Netflix fucking documentary out about a trial that hasn't even happened yet? Yeah. They have to know that that's going to fucking affect the trial, right? That's what my point was for, like, all of these things in, like, the modern day sense. The Murdoch shit, too. Well, that, the fucking... Everything, uh, the the Nexium shit, you know what I mean? Like yeah. everything that we've seen over the past like couple of years that's played out in like a court system. It's like, dude, if there's any coverage in it of like a like you said, like a documentary or whatever, like I feel like that's reason enough to be like mistrial. Somebody's it should gonna be, make, but uh, in a way, they've turned it to where they're using the shit in the documentaries as evidence. Like, yeah. people can take their fucking uh, lie detector test from Steve Wilkos to the police. Well, yeah, we saw that uh, <laughs> Casey Anthony's parents uh, take the lie detector test. I don't know how I thought about either one of them, because first of all, they both admitted that they were on anxiety medication, which is an automatic, like, you can't take it with Steve Wilkos. Yeah, yeah. They showed the scene where she was, like, uh, freaking out over the camera placements when oh, they were yeah, like, yeah, setting yeah. up the interviews and then she went to like her bedroom and she was like I, I I need a pill I need a pill and then her husband comes in and he's like come on come on I'll take one with you <laughs> like, I okay. missed that <laughs> you didn't see that part I mean it's like this whole family is still fucking making money off of their dead grandchild or child yeah. whether it's like you know who whoever did what like, they're still fucking exploiting the situation. Yeah. And, uh, like, I don't know. He, the dad still seems creepy to me, even though he passed the lie detector test. Yeah, it doesn't mean shit, though. I mean, yeah. And honestly, I think I would have believed that the lie detector test more had Steve Wilcox's guy done it. Uh, was his name uh, John Rabani? Yeah, he's the best one in the business. Yeah. This other guy was Dan like... Dan Ribikoff. Dan Ribikoff? Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Shout out. 
So, I mean, yeah, that, that, I don't know. We got caught in a loop there. We were talking about the cyber thing, but then we started talking about the Casey Anthony. Oh, Casey Anthony. Oh, so that cyber thing, though, like, in my mind, I felt like they were going to show something where these cyber sleuths presented something to the actual, like, investigators that helped... But solve wait, the murder. Wait, did they at any point? They didn't, right? No, I think they just like, muddied the water the whole way through. Literally everything that they tried to do just made it worse, right? It, it did. I think the only thing that it helped was keeping everybody off of what the police were doing. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So they could, like, do whatever their investigation was. Right, yeah, yeah. Although, when you look back at it, the evidence is kind of flimsy. I mean, the cell data is... You know what I mean? But that type of evidence, again, it's very, like, uh, what's that called? Circumstantial. Not circumstantial. It's uh, open to interpretation. Because you can say, like, how do you know, like, I had my phone on me at that time? Do you have proof that it was physically in my car or on my body? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so many ways around it. Yeah, there was so many ways. And the fact that he didn't have any, like, blood leaving the place or in his car. They said the whole thing happened in eight minutes. That's pretty crazy. And four people, like, slaughtered the way that they said the they one girl said, the, guy, the, the cops, I believe, at one time, wasn't in this documentary, but I heard it. Somebody said that he put, like, one of the girls, like, intestines on, like, the fucking fan and just, like... You know, I was... Yeah, I was reading a lot about those details, but then I think the police came out later and, like, denied any of that, like... Oh. Yeah, I don't know if that much detail came out about it. Uh, okay. There might be. I don't know. Because I thought that's what the one girl's father was going on about. Because he was like, he it had to have been like a targeted attack because this one girl was like so much more butchered than the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, really, I don't know. I, I, I still don't know that that uh, fucking documentary gave me nothing except well, for... Well, so the point of the documentary was, I guess, to show like the impact that these... Social media influencers that call themselves, what, true crime influencers? Yeah, yeah. Or whatever, uh, had on this, like, case. And you find out through the course of the three episodes that they just made it worse at every time. Even if they had, like, some of them might have had, like, good intentions. Uh, I think they have that um, that Paul Blart syndrome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you too fat to make it into police force, but you still want to bully people because <laughs> you were bullied. Yeah, it's it's exactly that. Yeah. And the, the funny thing is, is that what happened in this this document, well, the, the fucking investigation, is what happened in every uh, Fast and the Furious movie, <laughs> where the local PD or whoever gets involved and just muddies up the water for whoever's doing the actual investigation, yeah, yeah. and then everybody gets away with it. Well, what were we watching where we were like, oh, God, like, this police department is, like, completely inept. Um, oh, was that stalker fucking oh, documentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chick on fucking uh, what was it? Netflix about like it was called like oh, uh, lover stalker killer or some shit like that. Was that the name of it? Something like that, yeah. Oh man, that shit was crazy. Yeah, that was pretty crazy, and I also like can't believe that they got a murder charge on that lady with nobody. They got nothing. How do you? How do you? I don't know how you can convict somebody of murder without a body. Yeah. You think I'm a look like a stalker? <laughs> so what was the story there? She fell in love with this guy and then like started manipulating everything in his life to make it seem like she was like the victim of like a crazy ex of his or something. Well, and then she, she ki- met allegedly the guy killed first. the girl. Yeah, she met the guy first. Yeah. 
and they started to have like a little thing. Then he met but another chick. He was like he didn't want to get too serious or whatever. Yeah. So he then then he met another chick who he brings home, and when he's at home with this chick, the girl shows up, the first girl. Yeah. And she has to go in the house, and then she leaves or whatever. And then after that, their whole lives just, like, fucking blow up, right? Well, because he starts getting messages from the new girl, and she's like, I feel like I want to move in, and we should get married, and blah, blah. And he's like, this is the exact opposite of what I said I wanted when we talked about, you know, being together, and this kind of weird, like, and she's like, yeah, you know, like, I I need to be with you, like, all the time or whatever. He's like, all right, maybe we should, like, take some time apart. And I guess... He thought that they were broken up, right? Yeah. So then she disappears. She disappears. Yeah. And then nobody hears from her, but but there's messages coming from this girl's phone to, like, her family. And, and to the guy saying, the like, guy. you're a piece of shit. Like, I loved you. Like, you ruined everything. And also to the first girl that he, yeah. that he started dating. Yeah. And she even got to the point where this the new girl burned the, the first girl's apartment down. Yeah. Remember to like keep her out. Killed of the it. dogs. Killed, killed all the, the dogs, animals. Killed the animals, and um, so this guy's like freaking out because he he goes out and she'll be like, I can see what you're wearing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but then he decides to get back with the first chick, right? Be- after her house burns down. After her house burns down, she's like, Oh my god, like I need somewhere safe to go. So he's yeah. like, Well, obviously, come stay with me. So they hang out for like a little while, but then he says it like fizzles out, right? Yeah. So then he's uh, trying to go back on the dating sites. Uh, he meets this one chick who ghosts him, and then he starts getting the text from the oh, chick yeah, again. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he's like, what the fuck? Like, I thought, like, I was done with this, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I'm still alive, and I'm coming after you, and blah, blah. <laughs> so then, you know, a bunch of crazy shit happens. Uh, he tries to move back in with his, like, ex-wife, who he has kids with. Because they were getting threatened, too. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, the first chick that he went on a date with calls the cops, and she's like... Uh, I've been shot. I've been shot. I'm in the park. I've been shot. And they're like, what the fuck? So then they go there. Meanwhile, this guy had bought a gun because he was scared that this lady, the second lady that he had previously fallen in love with was coming after him at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he bought a gun. He has it in his house. He comes home. The gun's gone. <laughs> this lady calls the cops, the first lady. She's like, I got shot, blah, blah, blah. Cops come. And they're like, all right, let's, you know, get you treated. And then the shit just starts coming out, right? And they're like, okay, now we're starting to do some digging in. And then they figure out, basically, it was the first chick, right? The whole time. She stole the memory card out of the second chick's phone and was pretending to be her. Right, right, right. Made him think that the relationship was going further than what he wanted to. And then he told her to, like, get all her shit out of his apartment by the time he got home. Yeah. And that's what happened. But, allegedly, it's because this chick fucking went over there and And kidnapped her her and murdered her and lit her on fire. Which, I mean, could have happened because there was, at one point, they pulled up, like, that old memory card and there was a picture of a foot that may have matched the one that went missing. But, again... She probably did that shit. I'm not saying she didn't, but it's still very circumstantial or whatever. It's like not. Yeah, not enough to keep. Not enough evidence. Yeah. Not for not for fucking first degree murder. No. Especially when like the blood that they found, they all they had found in terms of evidence was blood on this lady's car seat that was like soaked into the the seat underneath the cup like the but they didn't even say if it was anybody's blood in particular they just said we found blood oh they didn't even no they didn't do a test (laughs) they were like we found blood so we know she had something there 
And then they were like, well, it's... But anyway, they had this fucking weird-ass, like, IT guy working in, like, the local sheriff's department. And he, like, was pretending like he came up with some, like, complicated program to, like, figure out IP addresses. And I'm like, you mean you mean he just Googled? Like... <laughs> you can point that shit out the same way that I can point out like when medical stuff is bullshit. Yeah, like, yeah. The other day I woke up to a movie where the guy had like, it, he was meant to look like he was in a hospital and he had like a phone charger taped like under his nose. Was it like a modern movie? Yeah, it was. Oh. It looked like an iPhone charger that was like taped under his nose that like meant to look like oxygen or something. And I was like, what do people think this is? That's hilarious. <laughs> Was it during the night that we fell asleep watching that Sarah Jessica Parker? It might have been. Somewhere tomorrow? Or it, was, it was closer to the morning, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was weird, though. Yeah, Tubi, like, goes off of, like, recommendations off of, like, other movies that are similar to the one that you fall asleep watching. Yeah, but then it just goes on its own for the next few hours, and then they think that you've watched all those other weird-ass movies. Well, yeah, if you put on an Argento <laughs> Giallo movie, there's going to be a bunch of Giallo movies following. But if you put Giallo? on what I have been doing recently and put on some CGI dinosaur movies, uh, then that's all that plays at night. That's the screaming, I think. The CGI dinosaurs? Yeah. Yeah, those are always fun, though, especially the really, really <laughs> low-budget ones. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, those have to just be, like, for washing money purposes, though. They have to be. Because there's no other yeah. way that, like, th that's a job. Do you think any of these documentaries are like that, that we've All seen? All of them. Yeah? That fucking sleuth one was done on a fucking iPhone. Yeah. I mean, literally, they have iPhones in the middle of your TV now. You know what was great about that shit. documentary, though? I love that they put the people's follower count <laughs> yeah. underneath their names. <laughs> that was great. The one dude, it was, like, zero followers. And the next dude, it was like 230 uh, Facebook friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody else was like uh, 60,000 Twitter followers, 70,000 Instagram. <laughs> I feel like that one girl, what was her name? Like something Olivia. Bull I feel like she, yeah, those two. I feel like she really thought she was doing something. I think she thinks that she's like going to change the world. Yeah, but you can tell <laughs> in like a conversation with them that they're like, they're still babies. They are, and, and like they don't even understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But even though that one chick is like, she's like 48 years old, probably, uh, Betty lady. They both took calls from somebody in prison saying, hey, I have information about this fucking case that you're studying. <laughs> yeah. Literally, they have nothing but time and <laughs> nothing to do. If they know that there's an, a way to get in some press... Yeah. You know what I mean? You like, know, what was interesting about it was the way that they presented it at first in the documentary, What I guess they had to do it this way, was by asking the people that were contributing, like the true crime influencers. Yeah. Uh, they asked them, like, you know, like, what is this? Like, what do you get out of it? Blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, do you think that you're actually making, like, an impact? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, like, they go and they say, like, whatever. They say, like, yeah, you know, I think what I'm doing is making a difference and blah, 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 blah. And I don't think it's actually hurting the investigations in any way. And then they wait a little bit. And then they bring on actual news people and actual, like, uh, police people. And they're like, no, no, no. It's, like, the worst thing that ever happened. <laughs> like, yeah, it just makes it way worse. It takes us way longer to fucking figure the case out. Yeah, I mean, I get that. But at the same time, I'm like, mm, I don't know. It's it's one of the, I, I have that thing where I don't trust authority. So part of me, like, wants to uh, believe that, like, the, the, the Mavericks 
more than like the actual investigators or actual like media people. Yeah. Even though like I don't totally, well, I don't really believe really anybody. The one guy was like a uh, he went to jail for like for lying fraud. to people, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jr. Productions or yeah, something like, like that. I'm somebody reports, but he had gone through like three other iterations of himself. Yeah. Apparently one, he like what, what was that one thing he did the scam that he did. To the people or, or on the thing that was on the tape? The thing that sent him to jail, they said he was doing, like, a Ponzi scheme type of thing. <laughs> but after he came out of jail, he got famous on the Internet for trolling people. Oh, uh, yeah. So when he was in prison, apparently he had a lot of time. So he would go to the law libraries in the prisons and read up on, like, cases and stuff. Yeah. So they said that he might be one of the highest record holders of... People that have filed frivolous lawsuits. That's amazing. Hilarious. Because he had nothing but time on his hands. <laughs> so then he gets out of jail. And I, one of the things he tried to do, I guess, to uh, get uh, people on his channel was he pretended to be a Muslim guy. And one of the iterations of that was uh, he pretended to be the Sandy Hook shooter's uncle. Oh, shit. I forgot. And on the other <laughs> side of that, he did like a New York Times article and they published the article that said something about how like uh, how Hillary Clinton has secured the Muslim vote or whatever. <laughs> Wait, didn't he do something like someone something's for Trump? Uh, he something about Jews for Trump or something. Jews for, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, dude, that's hilarious. He's just a fucking <laughs> troll. Yeah, but he's. Do you think he's just a crisis actor? Uh, I mean, that are? is. He's kind of the definition of a crisis actor, right? I mean, he showed up at these like events. But you think he's like a free agent of chaos, or you think he's working for someone? Uh, he's got to be having somebody pay the bills, <laughs> right? Someone's got to pay the bills. I don't know. <laughs> Every time I watch this shit, though, it's like, I have a job. Yeah. I have a fucking career. Yeah, I wish there was a way to, like, like, actually make... But here's the thing, like, the type of person you are, right? Yeah. How long could you do something like this where you know it's obviously based off of, like, taking advantage of people in, like, precarious, like, positions in life, right? Like, they get their money off of people getting murdered and them going out and pretending like they're going to find some clues that no one else has, right? I mean, I get my money out of people getting sick, so... Yeah, but you get you can justify it by saying, like, I get money off of healing people. You know what I mean? Oh, that sounds better. Like, they can't say that. <laughs> they can't say, like, I make money off of trying to do the right thing. Because eventually well, you're going to recognize... bring closure to the family. But eventually, when they grow up, and mature a little bit, they'll realize that that's all bullshit, right? So it's going to hit them hard and be like, or maybe it won't. Maybe they will realize it and be like, fuck it, I'm making money. You know what I mean? Like, that's honestly the type of personality that they come off as. The the one chick, especially, the chick from fucking whatever, uh, New Orleans, she especially reminded me of somebody that was like, I don't fucking give a shit. People are monetizing everything. Who gives a shit? I mean, and and part of me does understand that and feel that Mm. because it's like the news monetizes shit that's not true all the time. Yeah. And so to say like, oh, well, this is a like this has got standards and, you know, whatever behind it. Okay, Mm. it does. But like none that you can't really pay off if you wanted to get around the fucking. Well, that's okay. So that's what they were saying, what I was trying to bring up earlier. So in the beginning, they're like, no, like it's better that we go out and do this because we have no standards so that we could say whatever we want. So like, there's nobody that's like silencing the truth from getting out. And then 
when the documentary came back a little later, they were like, no, 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 it's bad that there's no checks in place because then people can say whatever the fuck they want. And then it's up to, you know, whoever's digesting it to decide whether it's real or not. But shouldn't I feel like that should always be the case, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. Be, uh, because unless you're mobilizing people to go fuck somebody up because you think something's true about them. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with just, like, saying whatever the fuck you think. Everything I read is in a sarcastic tone in my Me too. Voice. Like, I don't ever read anything and be like, this is 100% the truth. <laughs> yeah. not, not one thing. I can pick out the pieces that seem maybe true, you know, that seem fishy. And that's what I think the benefit of that kind of stuff is, is because you can throw other theories in there right. that maybe get things more confused, but it also maybe gives new avenues of things that the cops aren't looking for. Yeah. It's real easy to tie a fucking bow on this package that they've delivered. Well, yeah, <laughs> but my point is your intention behind it, right? So yeah. if you're doing it to get followers, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. But if your legit intention is to be like, no, I'm like I feel bad for these people, like they deserve some answers, then, you know, but I feel like if you're... If yeah, that's and if your, that was the case, you wouldn't go for the most fucking popular... That's the thing. If that's yeah. your mindset, you're not going to have the most people on social media because they're not going to really give a fuck about something that isn't dramatic or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's not pretty enough to, like, repost. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, like, the true crime thing is definitely getting, like, a little... Uh, I mean, we're running low on yeah, cult, like, cult documentaries. I think we've seen literally all of them at all this All of point. them. I'm like, we. I guess we have to start a cult I'm not at doing this that, point. Though. Like, everybody see, sees the word cult as a bad thing. And it I'm is like, a We can make thing. a cool cult. Mm, do, I gotta, like, I? do I got to, like, share my shit? No. It's not like a commune cult? No, it's just like a, like a, a group of people that live in like the same vicinity, not okay. the same house, mm -hmm. not the same, like, you know, building okay. Everybody has their own space. Okay. But in order to accomplish things, you know, on a larger scale, you need like a group of people to do it. Right. Yeah. I think it would be good to do that with us, like a smaller group of like-minded people than just like random people you're stuck in an office with, like as a way to move forward in life in general. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too far outside the box. Maybe we should throw some more fucking scaffolding on the bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just fucking spitballing here. These cults only work because they're uh, predicated on the fact that they do things that are kind of nefarious, right? Yeah. And not like above board. You know, if they all started off in like a cool way, like... You know, they, they always try to spin that thing like, you know, Jim Jones wasn't that bad at first. <laughs> Waco was really nice in the early days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, have any of those communities just worked out and we just don't hear about them because they're just like fine and thriving? Mm. But they don't want to like fucking put too much light on it because they were like, because, you know, mm. if everybody in the world decided to have their own little commune it'd be the village from uh m night Shyamalan. that but also like the major government corporations wouldn't make money anymore you know yeah i don't know man i mean they're already making money in fucking weird ways especially in these like states that have religious institutions yeah. that like influence them so heavily like fucking utah we saw all these like uh recent documentaries about these uh mormons and how they're like infiltrating Different, this, like the Senate, <laughs> yeah, different type, but they're like okay, like the, they've done a lot of crazy shit. They saved the juiciest tidbits for like the last like 10 minutes of like the last episode <laughs> of this thing, and then they don't even go into detail about it that much. They're like, oh, yeah, they do it, 
So they're talking about like uh, keeping their bloodline pure. He's like this uh, group of polygamous Mormons called the Order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they believe in like incest and shit like that, but they did it uh, too much. They did it too much, and uh, now their babies aren't living. Yeah, then they, they developed a lot of problems. So then they decided to get some geneticists involved to. Uh, figure out how to like you know you gotta weed out the duds weed out the duds uh but then they were like well we can't trust anybody that's not part of our groups and then they just started sending their own kids to go out and get uh physicist degrees and shit so now that's why we got mormon fucking geneticists out there now uh son i need you to go get a geneticist degree so that you can fuck your sister (laughs) we need to keep this bloodline pure What was well, the they other think thing? they're the bloodline, they're direct descendants of Jesus's bloodline. Yeah. Which, how many groups of people have said that? I think most of them. Yeah. What was that Rielian thing? Uh, he was like a fucking, he had met with an alien, right? What was the bloodline that he was trying to keep? They were doing genetic shit too, or lying about it. Oh, they were talking about cloning people. Because they said uh, that, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. that um, something about people had the right to be reborn if they wanted to. You, mu- you must look at your soul. Yeah, he had everybody there. <laughs> that was pretty funny, though, because it, at first when they presented it, they were like, you know, he has everybody come on to this commune. And, like, we just get really comfortable with our bodies. Eventually, he has us look at our assholes. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't sound too bad. And then, like, the new age chicks went there. Yeah. And they were, like, all freaked out yeah. that they had to look at their assholes. Get deep into your asshole. They wrote a scathing review after that. <laughs> we didn't appreciate having to look at our own assholes. <laughs> what were they mad about, though? They probably didn't like what they saw. In their assholes? Yeah. <laughs> no, he was doing a lot of bad shit to women. Wasn't was he? he? Yeah. Was he? Wasn't though? he, like, treating them like fucking second-class citizens? I mean, he was, like, a little snippy with the one girl in the video, but I don't think he was really doing anything that was, like, bad to people. Mm. Yeah. They had like I think it was a little like communal sex kind of thing. Yeah. And he might weird. have had like a bit of a uh what do you call it? Like a bunch of wives? Like a harem? A harem? A harem? Yeah. But I I feel like it was mostly consensual. I don't think it was much there wasn't much sex scandal in that. Yeah. It was just the fact that he had talked to aliens and come up came up with this whole new like way of being. And he lied about the cloning thing. And he lied about the cloning thing, which yeah. was like the most she was Italian. What she was he? Italian, yeah. Um, but he's still alive. He's still doing it, right? Doesn't he have, like, a new, like, sect of them out in Africa somewhere? Yeah, the, well, there's a new guy that's, like, fo- following him in Africa. So mm. I don't know if he thinks that he's, like, the prophet now. Oh, uh, that's what it's going to turn into. Yeah, I yeah. think he's, like, changed his name to something not Ra El. It's probably, like, El Ra or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fucking two sun god names. People are so stupid. Gaze into your asshole. Gaze yeah. into your assholes you and get say, the answer. You have to say it with a French accent, because he was French. Was he French? Yeah, they were from Fran- France. France. F- yeah, France. Fr- Fr- well, they went to Canada, too. They went to Canada, to Montreal, because they had to escape religious persecution. Yeah, and the, the Montrealians were pretty cool with them. And they were cool with them. They were like, we don't give a fuck what they do, as long as they stay out of our way. Uh, Gaze into your asshole. Um, but then, where did they go after that? Uh, Was it Mexico? Might have been Mexico, yeah. And then from there, he went to... 
either Africa or Japan. Japan, because of the extradition stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he did something a little dirty in there. Not sure. Wait, but, what? yeah, why did he want to extradite him? I don't remember, honestly. I think it might have just been, like, a fraud thing, because they were trying to get proof from him that they'd actually done cloning. And because cloning wasn't, like, legal or whatever. Remember that one, the guy... So this whole fucking thing, you guys gotta just go watch it, because it's too complicated. (laughs) But at one point, um, this lady said that she had accomplished cloning. When it turns out that she had no idea about cloning at all. Yeah, they had... And honestly, if you have any, like, idea of how it would potentially work, the minute they start talking about the science behind it, you go, oh... They're bullshitting, obviously. Yeah. They're bullshitting. <laughs> yeah. I have no experience with this shit. I know they're bullshitting. I think the best they could do is probably grow, like, a meatball of a person. Mm. You know how they made, like, the woolly mammoth meatballs? At that time? Yeah, yeah. Probably. That's probably the best they could do. I don't... I mean, at that time, maybe. Now, it's certainly possible to go, like, way further than that. Oh, I'm sure they have the capability now, but this was in the fucking early 90s or 80s? Yeah, so what was the big thing? They They said that they had produced a baby via cloning, right? Yeah. And then some uh, guy in Florida decided to dorky file an injunction against them because like, he was well, like... She made an announcement about a baby, and we heard it was a clone, so we want to know whether or not this is a safe child. Yeah, which wanted- he did bring up a good point about cloning rights, right? Like, yeah. how does that work if it's an individual, new individual that shares genetic... DNA similarities with somebody else, but is a whole different person. You know what I mean? It's kind Can of like they... a twin, right? What? It's kind of like a twin. Like a yeah, like but a... if they're a clone, like is it legally part of the person? Like is it like your arm? You know what I mean? Like oh yeah. Do they in in uh do they have rights to like your estate? Do they inherit your debt? Are they responsible for, like, the stuff that you did when you were alive? You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I think that's why we don't have, like, the full cloning stuff ironed out yet, is because of all that fucking red tape. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, like, getting people before was a matter of, like, you know, two humans together and creating another one. Right. So this whole new thing is, like... All right, how do we milk this? Well, and they'll figure it out. Again, another example of people that tried to capitalize on people's grief. So they got the money to do this cloning because there was a couple from, I think, Florida who said that uh, they had a baby and the baby died and they wanted to clone the baby to basically essentially like recreate the baby. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like. So many problems with that, right? Like, it's... it's Yeah, number one, normal 10-month-olds don't, don't usually just die, so I don't know if yeah. you would want to repeat that pattern. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> like, we might want to do a little, like, fucking gene modification, because that sounds like a little malformation that would cause SIDS. But also, like, like what, what was their point? Like, do they believe that a clone of the dead baby would be the dead baby? Without the knowledge that it's, like, a whole separate person? Yeah, I don't know. I think because nobody has the information about like what animates the body, mm. what this, what the thing is, what the spirit is that animates the body. Like if a clone comes to full size and you can feel yourself, you have a clone and you can feel everything the clone's doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like you're in two places at once. Yeah, that's different than having no like no idea what's happening with them right right yeah yeah it gets too uh deep in the waters when you have to discuss what 
exactly constitutes a soul legally. <laughs> yeah, right? like yeah. What what is uh, animating your body right now? Yeah, that's is that, that a demon? <laughs> that's that Lisa Frankenstein shit. Yeah. You gonna watch that when that comes out? Um, is it gonna be pretty? I think it's colors? gonna be pretty, but I, the story might suck. Yeah. It might be. Uh, Juno. They're all the same. I think Juno's writing it. Oh no! Never mind. Yeah. I'm. I did. I. Uh, what is it? Not detest. What's the thing? What's the thing where you like don't participate in it? Boycott. I boycott all Elliot Page. No, not Elliot Page. Oh, I thought you said Juno. The person who wrote Juno. Diab- oh, Diablo, oh, Diablo Cody? Cody. Yeah, yeah. Who I thought was Kat Von D for the longest time. I didn't know those were two separate people until one converted to Christianity recently. Diablo? No, Kat Von D. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Did you see that? She's Did she like, get all her tattoos marked up? No, nah, she's all like gothed out in like white churches. It's pretty funny. <laughs> well, fucking who did? Who else did that? Uh, uh, Black China. She got saved? She got saved too. She got, she got all her tattoos blacked out. Yo, Hogan got saved, brother. Everybody's getting fucking saved. They must know something's coming over the horizon. Is, is these the end times? It might be. And you know what we say, folks? If it is the end times, gaze deep into your asshole. <laughs> See what you find. Pull it out. <laughs> um... I guess that's it for today. Yeah, I think that's pretty good for today. Yeah. No prep kings, everybody. No prep kings. Give me a high five on that. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm going to go check to see if my package is here. Uh, Thank you uh, for tuning in uh, today. Uh, We appreciate you guys, and we will catch you guys next time. Peace. See ya. We were just singing the baby to sleep. Wake up, little Betty Bites. Have you been Betty Bites? It was waking me up. When I lay me down to sleep. When the soul identifies with Maya, it forgets. Thus, the soul is temporarily in darkness. It is deluded, and it dreams the mortal dream. Becoming increasingly involved and confused, the soul remains bound up with the world. The intuitive faculty becomes suppressed and its perception of truth blotted out.